0: Hello and welcome to the Travel Nurse and Allied Life podcast and the TravCon TV YouTube channel. This podcast is brought to you by TravCon, the conference that everyone goes to in the travel healthcare industry. And we are bringing to, to you guys amazing experts in the industry. My name is Laura Latimer. So I do a part of the podcast that's all about the healthcare trends and the technology and the future of healthcare. Where are we going in the future? And so I bring you guys experts of people who are building some of our future right now to talk to us about their vision for the future and what they're up to in building it. So I am very excited about our guest today. He is up to building something that is really different in our industry and has potential to be one of those early adapters of how we're really going to change in the future. So I'm happy to introduce you all to Alexi Nazem. He is the co-founder and he is the CEO of a company called Nomad. So thank you so much for coming and being a guest on this podcast. And I'm going to start out by really letting you introduce yourself and your company a little bit, and then I've got lots of questions to dig into with you.
1: Sure. Thanks so much for having me on the podcast. I'm really excited to chat with you. Um, so uh, I guess I can just get started a little bit by telling you about uh, me and the and the company, and, and let's see where it goes. Um so, you know, my background is that I'm, I'm a physician actually, and um, I've you know, been seeing patients for a, a long time and actually have done some of uh, the equivalent of travel nursing, but for doctors, uh, locum tenens and found it to be an extremely frustrating experience. So, uh, uh, so my co-founders and I, we wanted to start a company that actually solves a lot of those problems. So basically what we have set out to do is to build a modern, very friendly, easy to use um, Experience for healthcare staffing uh, that focuses on bringing essentially consumer-grade um, technology and consumer-grade experiences to um, to the clinicians that are the ones who are really creating the value in this in this market. And um, one of the things that I found so frustrating, and I'm sure you, as a, a as a nurse, and and all of the travelers who are hopefully listening to this podcast, have found frustrating, is just how sort of um, fragmented and old school, the traditional recruiting processes. So we built a platform that puts everything online, it's very transparent and really puts the nurse in the driver's seat and allows her or him to uh, search, sort and filter for jobs all on their own, get all the details that they need, um, find out what they're qualified for and, and really apply with it with one click and, um, and to create just sort of an outstanding technology-driven experience. Um, and really putting, as I said, putting you back in the into the driver's seat. And um, our whole vision is basically saying, um, let us, um, uh, let people do that which only people can do. But let's have technology do everything else. And I'm sure anyone who is, you know emailed or mailed or faxed you know their certs or whatever uh you know for for an assignment uh can attest that there's a lot of stuff that just feels tedious and unnecessary especially in this modern world and so we've set out to uh, to completely change that and make a better experience
0: oh we're so grateful that you are up to changing that it's it's amazing i'm curious to side note what kind of physician were you what was your specialty
1: uh, i'm an internal medicine specialist and i primarily practice in as a hospitalist
0: very cool i never knew that yeah awesome okay so yeah. um, all of that you said, i'm
1: one of the crew uh,
0: you are one of the crew you're one of the healthcare workers <laughs> it's good we need more healthcare yeah. workers coming up with the solutions right we have the, the pain points yeah it's so, so great to see that Well, I
1: think, I think you can see that probably, you know, you can tell that most of the industry wasn't designed by people who actually worked in the industry. It's just like, you know, nobody's thinking about what, what the clinician needs. And so that was, like I said, we want to put everyone, the clinician in the driver's seat. They're the ones creating the real value. So we want to make sure that their needs are served.
0: I love that. That's so great. So you call yourself a technology driven healthcare staffing company. And so really you guys are focused on how do we make this like uh, technology easy for the healthcare worker to to use, and also you were like, let the people do what only the people can do, but let technology do everything else that it can do. This is really different. And for the travelers listening and um out there, you probably know that because you've probably all or most of you have worked with a traditional staffing agency. It's mostly human solutions for every problem, mm-hmm. and there's a lot of uh, reasons that that's actually not great. It might feel like, well, a human's helping me, but humans can't standardize humans can only can't do things consistently every time etc cetera, etc cetera. there's lots of things i'm sure with that but in that you're used to a human kind of taking you through every step um, to show, mm-hmm. having to be the one to show you the jobs having to be the one to break down pay packages having to be the one to answer every question mm-hmm. etc cetera, et cetera. that's traditional so um the question i want to ask you is to really sh- um with a more of like a big picture view for the travelers what is it that you think technology can actually maybe even do better than humans, that it should be pulled away, but what's left over? What do you feel like humans just still mm-hmm. rock at that? You still need that human right now, at least in this industry. I'm curious if you can even get specific a little bit yeah. on the different things. Mm-hmm.
1: I think the simplest way to think about it is the closer you are to an assignment, the more likely you can benefit from talking with a person. So if you're on assignment, is You really want to have someone that you can call, email, text, and say, this unusual thing happened, or I need your help, or, hey, I just want to vent. That is a, a part of, of any you know, uh, uh, staffing you know, business that probably should never be taken over by technology. Uh, but the further, uh, the further away from that experience you get, you know, all the way, let's say, to the start of a search, Um, the the more that technology can do and the less that people can do. So um, when you're actually trying to find your assignment, it's really frustrating to have to call five different recruiters and have a 10 minute conversation with each one of them and hope that they have something for you. And then, and maybe that they're willing to tell you about it. Right. And so, you know, a technology solution can be so much more appealing because in 10 minutes on a lunch break, you know, you could probably scroll on your phone and see, you know, 40 jobs that are matching your exact, you know, interests, uh, skill set, your qualifications, etc. And you don't need to do all those, you know, you know, an hour or two hours worth of phone calls. And so the technology is 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 definitely you know a lot more suited to that kind of thing. So anything that requires sort of scale anything that you think can actually be self-service that should be done with technology but things that are more bespoke and more human really should involve a person like like i said when you're you know a traveler on assignment and you you know some crazy thing you got floated somewhere you didn't think you should be floated well there's no amount of technology that can solve that problem for you you need to talk to somebody
0: yeah you know i'm curious actually um It sounds so good. And I'm wondering, you guys are one of the earlier companies doing something like this that really is technology focused first and starting that way versus maybe some staffing agencies where people focus and they're trying to add on technology. You guys Mm -hmm. really started with the tech focus. I'm curious if you have any uh, thoughts on how the travelers have adapted to that while they work for you, if you have Mm -hmm. some pushback for some areas that you realize this area is a little bit harder for the chain, for the travelers to get used to the change, but this area, the travelers mm-hmm. are actually embracing it really quickly. Have you seen some of that friction or some of that excitement in being one of the first companies? Yeah, to- for sure. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, we're obviously still in a learning experience ourselves. We're always trying to you know iterate and improve our, our products. So actually I welcome, I encourage everyone listening uh, to, you know, to, uh, let us know what's working, and what's not working, what you want more of, what you want less of. Um, we're very receptive to that kind of thing, and that's actually actually speaks to the um, uh, you know the difference between you know it answers your question. It's Like we're very what we call user centric. So we thought about what is the problem that the nurse has, and how can we solve it better? We want to have the exact same outcome uh, that they get with a with a traditional agency, but Perhaps produce it in a more efficient, more effective, and hopefully uh, more pleasant manner. So, there's this sort of like adage in marketing. They say, you know, when you buy a drill, you're not actually trying to buy a drill, you're trying to buy a hole. And in, when you are, uh, and maybe there's a better way to make that hole. So, maybe in, in travel nursing, well, really what you want is to get to the bedside and take care of patients. You're a clinician who has this great skill set and you love applying it to helping somebody. Why, you know, there's probably a, a bunch of different ways that we can make that happen, but why does it have to be, you know, going through fax machines and recruiters? It doesn't have to. So that's sort of, you know, that, that was the philosophy. Where have, you know, where have we run into some frictions? I think there's two areas. One is just like change is hard, right? Like, so if you've been a traveler for five years and then and you're used to having your agent and, and you know, doing it the old way, coming to our system is, it is just by definition different. We try to make it as seamless and easy as possible, but of course there are some differences. You know, you're not calling your recruiter to get the examples, the, the opportunities. You are going onto our site or receiving a text or getting an email and it's, you know, yeah, the, you have to do something a little bit differently. But I found that people, you know, are very adaptable to that. Where we have still had some trouble is where our technology first system actually interacts with the with the not technology system. Like we don't control the entire staffing world. So, you know, if we are um, submitting you as a candidate to a hospital that uses, you know, um, or doesn't use any technology, you know, we, we have to, you know, take everything off of our platform. And in some cases, it's horrible. We have to just like email them a PDF of your background, which is, you know, and that, so sometimes that creates some friction, some slowness, maybe a a less than optimal experience for, uh, you know, for the nurse. And that's because we don't control the entire experience, but it's still our responsibility to make sure it feels good for them. And that's where you see some of the sort of like frustrations, uh, frustrations, um, come out, um, I mean, there, there are pl- plenty of other examples, but I think the biggest thing is just it is it is a change, and we and and it's not like you can flip a light switch and all of a sudden this whole industry is operating on a technology backbone. When that when we get there, it's going to be a very very positive thing for the nurse. Yeah
0: yeah i could definitely see that it's like you guys how nice would that light switch be if anyone can find it please turn it on so we can all just flip it (laughs) on you're right so right now you guys are really owning this experience of the traveler and really helping the traveler adapt to this change of like oh we can be more in control oh i can kind of see Mm -hmm. what the recruiters traditionally see myself and submit myself you know essentially there's other things that happen when you get submitted but at least show you want to be submitted yourself this that part but then there's other parts of this whole if you think of all of the things um, travelers that it takes to get you into an assignment the staffing agency is a piece of it But there's all these pieces on the other side that you guys Mm -hmm. you know uh, Alexi mentioned the VMS systems um, MSP systems direct hospitals the way they want to interact with the staffing agency all the way up to that way they decide to do interviews with you or not and that's something that is Mm -hmm. not part of what a staffing agency can control. And so, and so when you're probably, and you can tell me where I'm right or wrong, it's, I love it. But uh, in Nomad, you're probably for the traveler, you want it to seem like so flow, but actually in the back end, you guys mm-hmm. are juggling a lot of things that traveler can't see that actually there's no standardization for yeah. that one, one hospital's like, I don't care if you have cool tech, email it to me. And you're like, all right, human go email it. So there is no yeah. be like industry. We are now succinct and standardized and it flows. There's all kinds of stuff I bet you are you guys are still doing in the background that's tricky.
1: Totally. I mean, I think, I, I think you hit it right on the head. The, the, the key word there is standardization. And, you know, that's what we're trying to do. I mean, all technology wants to, uh, in any industry, is trying to uh, take things that can be standardized, standardize them, and then allow for efficiency and scale. And that, and that pr- provides a better experience, but also, you know, lower cost, therefore higher pay for the clinic. It's just better. Technology is better and so you need standardization and that's what we're trying to do on our end which is like to the extent possible we are trying to standardize everything standardize how you search for a job standardize how you upload your information standardize how that information is vetted how it is stored how it is transmitted and we chip away, chip away, chip away, chip away. But eventually, yeah, you do you do still run up against parts that you, you know, that we don't, parts of the process that we don't control. Like you said, the, you know, VMS, is, or it's called vendor management system. And, but over time, you know, we're starting to build better and better relationships with those folks as well. And, and, you know, hopefully um, those pieces can get, can get standardized as well. But right now, the truism about healthcare is true. If you've seen one hospital, you've seen one hospital. That's it. There's like no standardization and, and but we're, we're you know, fighting that fight and, and hopefully um, hopefully we'll, we'll get the whole industry there. And, and I think everyone wants to get there. It's just a question of, can mm-hmm. you get enough momentum and critical mass? So the more people that, you know, come onto our platform and then this becomes like your profile on Nomad becomes the standard, great. That means that we, as a group, all of the travelers, all the nurses, all the allied health professionals that are on the platform or whoever can, uh, we, we have the power to you know, drive change across the industry.
0: Yeah, that will, that will be nice. That tipping point will be really nice. Um, so I want to touch on, because a lot of our audience is the travelers. Um, I wanna to touch on some of the pain point, not pain points, fears probably I've heard of people who have not used a technology driven service yet and just talk about them. So. I think one of them yep. is, is some people have a perception that it is for uh, travelers who have done it for a while. So they're like, well, if you're new, you probably need more handholding and mentorship from a recruiter who will guide you through it. Uh, and so this is only for people who are experienced travelers. And I just wonder what your opinion back is for that from that statement, which that statement is not true or false. Right. I'm just curious your opinion on what you think. Sure. hmm.
1: Yeah, no, I mean, well, so first of all, perception is reality, right? So if you think that it's it's not for, you know, first-timers, that's, that's, a, that's a challenge that we have to overcome. We have to figure out how to make it more welcoming. But in fact, it is a very welcoming thing. Many, many of the people that we put on assignment are first-time travelers. Um, and so we are, we're very capable of, of, you know, getting you up and going and educating you on, on how, how the ropes work. Um, but you know, we're, we're, like I said, we're looking to get that kind of, uh, looking to get that kind of feedback, of course, you know, we could be better at this part of it. Certainly someone who's been a traveler before is going to, you know, they'll get it a little bit faster. Um, but we've tried to make it easy and simple the same way that you just don't need a a user manual for your iPhone. We want to get it to that. It's like, it's easy. A kid could do it. We want to get it to that level, uh, on our, on our platform.
0: Yeah, I see. So it's that trans, yeah, that's straightforward. That makes sense. And I think um, that that fear too, uh, just me speaking from my own opinions about that a little bit for travelers is you being an empowered traveler coming into any agency, tech focused or not, is so valuable for you as a traveler. Because I think one of the misconceptions too is that recruiters are experts in the industry and not all recruiters actually are. So you might have a perception that you're like, I'm more gui- guided because I have um. A recruiter recruited from the get-go, but I think like being, learning your own stuff, it could be through TravCon, there's certain blogs that are amazing, uh, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of YouTube channels, there's all kinds of ways to learn, but you empowering yourself to learn the industry, that's the, that's the winner, no matter what agency you're yeah. with, so I think that fear could be appreciated if, yeah, you come in with a lot of your own self-knowledge going into any agency at all, not, not one or the other. Totally. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I couldn't agree with you more. I think, I mean, that was one of our core insights when we were starting this you know, company up, which was yeah. that the best expert on you is you. Mm-hmm. We as a agency or a recruiter, whoever, whatever you want to call this person that's helping you along the way, can't make you do something that you don't want to do. And only you know exactly what you want to do. Mm-hmm. So empowering you as, as opposed to permitting you to do something is in fact the really the best way to, uh, I think, to approach this industry. And I, I think, you know, you were saying, well, well, what are some common concerns or misperceptions maybe about tech-focused companies in this space as well? Well, what if I need someone to help me? Yeah. You know? like, what if, what if I need someone to help me? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, and I think that's like, again, uh, it's not that there are no people at Nomad. It's just, there's no people who get in your way. And we are there to help you, to support you, to propel you to the thing that you want to do all on your own. And again, that comes back to this thing about being user-centric. What's your problem? You want to buy a hole? We're going to help you get that hole. You want to get on assignment and be at the bedside? We're going to help you get there. But there's, I mean, you can always reach out to, you know, uh, know, support at nomadhealth.com or call our 866-OK-NOMAD. I mean, there's always people. There's people there to help you. Oh but, there's people um, there. We want to oh, enable you. We want to a enable robot? you to do it on your own. We want you to be able to do it on your own, but if
0: you can't, we're here. And I, I think that's really, really great. Okay, I'm gonna move into a question for you. You being someone mm-hmm. who is a thought leader in this industry. You are someone who a lot of times thinks of big trends and you get into the trenches and make stuff happen. But putting on your big trend hat, what do you think uh, the industry is going to look like in? five years or even 10 years. We, you know, a lot with technology mm-hmm. change goes fast <laughs> as it can feel slow mm-hmm. in the moment but suddenly you turn around and you're like, wow what do you think the industry is gonna look like in the future?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I think that um, no matter what, and I'm not even, I'm not even wearing my nomad hat right now I'm just saying, you know, as an observer <laughs> of this industry a participant in this industry, I have to believe in fact, I can't believe that it's not going to be this way, that technology is going to be um, the primary, uh, technology-driven, you know, approach to this market is going to be the, um, you know, the sort of dominant, um, the dominant way in which this market works. Like, you can't imagine a a future without it. Kind of like, if you just look at regular, you know, like the airline industry, for example, Mm -hmm. you can't imagine buying an airline ticket now going through a travel agent. Uh, but that's how it worked until about 15, 20 years ago. Now everyone goes on Expedia or kayak or whatever. And so to me, I think that it's the, the people are speaking, the nurses, the doctors, the allied health professionals, everybody is saying, no, I wanna be in control. I wanna have access. I don't wanna be gated anymore. Yeah. So I think definitely that's going to happen. I also think as a result of that technology, you're going to see a lot more sort of consolidation, which will end up being a good thing because it'll lead to standardization. Right now, there's over 2000 staffing agencies in healthcare alone. And that means that it's so fragmented. And, you know, you have to talk to dozens and dozens of organizations to find the things that you want. And so I think there's going to be a lot of um, centralization, standardization uh, over the next, uh, over the next uh, several years for sure.
0: Yeah. So, so less agencies, probably agencies coming together, agencies getting bought and acquired mergers, probably a lot happening less and less agencies. I think
1: so like
0: more standardization. I, think so. I, I agree. Uh, I'd love the airline analogy and your drill analogy, two great analogies. You're rocking right now uh, of that. Cause it is hard to imagine why would I call a human to book a flight, but it wasn't that long ago that you had to uh, on that note, do you think um, probably not in the next few years, but let's say 10 or even 20 years, like there won't be um, the need for humans, like how the airline actually doesn't have a recruiter. They maybe if you have an actual mm-hmm. problem, you can try to call the airline to get a refund or something. Do you think that will move that far? Or do you feel like in this industry, um, we probably always will have uh, humans at some point in the, the experience?
1: Um like I said, I think that um, the closer you are to being on assignment, I think that there's a very good case for having people involved. Um, so I think that there, you're never going to, it's not going to be completely robotic and whatever. You know, I think that it's going to, there's going to be some, uh, some people involved, but I think it's going to be a teeny tiny fraction of the people who are involved today. Um, there's so many steps of this problem. I mean, think about like credentialing compliance. Why does a person need to be involved? A, a middleman need to be involved in that. I mean, it's just gathering, you know, sorting, storing, and transmitting information. That is technology's like reason. I mean, like that is why, the, why <laughs> technology exists. So like you cannot imagine that people need to be doing that, and that's like a huge portion of the workforces of these uh, traditional staffing agencies. And it's through no fault of their own. Actually, it's like they're just dealing with a problem that's been created by this sort of patchwork. That the healthcare system in America is, but you know, you get some consolidation, some standardization, then it becomes possible to technologize something, and no one's gonna cry about not having to, you know, sign, you know, um, sign something with wet ink and fax it in. You know, like that, that that's not gonna, you know, not gonna be um, a people-powered process anymore. So I think well, it's not gonna be zero people, but it's 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 gonna be like ninety-five percent uh, less people than there is today.
0: All right. We heard the prediction. We're going to circle back around in 20 years and see if you're correct. <laughs> I think it's a good, great prediction. Um, so, um, I just have a few more questions and I'm really excited about these last two. So, uh, one question is I feel like in our industry and in travel healthcare, some could say we are a few steps behind other industries that might've already developed really robust technology that has Uh, their their cultures have already adapted right healthcare in general everyone can relate to this travelers are electronic charting systems we can all relate to like all of our tech feels like Mm -hmm. way behind what maybe we see on our phones and different things we're like why is it so clunky okay regardless of that i'm curious for you as someone who is um one of the visionaries behind nomad one of the visionaries of where our industry is headed which is incredible if you do have a role model. Company or two in another industry that you think that you think this is incredible what these companies are up to um, that you want to talk about?
1: Yeah, sure. So I think first of all, I'm flattered that you would say that I'm a I'm a visionary. I'm actually learning a ton from all the people who have been in this industry for much much longer than I have. So I uh, I reluctantly take my seat at that table, but uh, <laughs> but I, I appreciate the appreciate the compliment nonetheless. Um, but I'll try to do my little part to, to move things forward in this industry. Look, I think um, a really, um, uh, I, I wanna make a comment before I say the, the, com- the you know, company that I'm thinking about, but so you said like charting systems. That's a perfect example of how we try, we like force, forced technology into the industry and yet it actually didn't work out so well. And I think the reason for that is that we were building technology to solve somebody else's problem, somebody else's problem, but not the problem of the person using the technology. So almost every single charting system is built on the basis of a billing system. And it's super important to do billing in American healthcare, but it doesn't actually work for charting. Like you need to be able to communicate a small amount of information. So at, you know, at report, uh, you can you know, get that key information across, but instead it's like 50 pages of stuff in Epic. Like that's just nuts, right? Because it wasn't designed with the primary user and use case in mind. So that's why we've had so much tru- trouble actually introducing technology into this space. And you have to look no further than what's been going on with the pandemic response to see that healthcare is not designed to innovate quickly because we're a patchwork a fragmented organization that has many different interested parties. Um, and you know, it's hard to develop something that works for, um, you know, works for each use case. All right, so with that in mind, I uh, answer your question. Well, where do where do I look for inspiration? Lots of places look for inspiration. Healthcare does not have a monopoly on being a complex industry that does not work very well, and so you know I think you know one place that I've drawn a lot of inspiration uh, from is um, is actually the company Airbnb, which I'm sure many of the uh, many of the folks listening have used uh, while they're on assignment. The reason I find it really inspirational is because they have taken what could have been an extremely painful, extremely complicated, um, very high value, high risk transaction. Someone letting their house be used by somebody they don't know and charging thousands of dollars and having it flow through. And, all. and they were able to make that experience not only like easy, but pleasant, almost to the point where you are looking for a reason to do that. That's so cool. I mean, it's such an inviting, um, you know, user-centric, design-oriented company and product. And they essentially created a whole niche that didn't exist before this idea of, you know, using your home almost like a hotel and vice versa not going to hotels staying in somebody else's home that is so cool and so it just shows the power of technology but also the power of focusing on the the problem that you're trying to solve and the use and the use case and then focusing making but doing it in a way that's beautiful easy inviting engaging um that has provided a great deal of inspiration um to all of us here at, at Nomad. And i can go on and on and on about them and many other companies but i think it's it's a pretty good um analogy for what we should be shooting for in healthcare
0: Oh, i love that that was great thank you for that um story too about the uh, who the tech is designed for makes such a difference because you nailed it all every healthcare worker i'm sure like nodded their head in unison of like it was designed for billing yeah yeah and you're right if you're (laughs) obsessed with the user who's using it and design it for them wow what a different outcomes you can have, even if it's complex. Yeah. I think that's great. Airbnb is a great one for sure. I love Airbnb. Um, all right, and then last, very last question is, is a um, kindness question, a community and kindness question. It's um, uh, kindness because we're gonna give a shout out to someone else inside of our industry. because so with this industry, as fragmented as we are, we're, we're all in this together. And we're, there's many people building exciting things. So I'm wondering for you, um, if you wanna give a shout out to someone else at a different company in the industry, to say thank you for your hard work, um, for also being a visionary, for also being an innovator to move the the industry forward. If there's someone else in the industry you want to say, you've done good, you're doing good things for the travelers to just give a shout out to, um, this is your chance to do that.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Well, um, I think there's a lot of great people doing a lot of really good things in this industry. I think a lot has been changing. Um, I I, I feel like this is... uh, um, this is sort of uh, playing to the audience and playing to the ref here, but I actually think you've done a really great job. i love to give you a shout out. Um, I think um, why I've been so impressed with what you've done with Nomadicare and is the brand that you have built is that it is really about actually empowering the clinician. I think too often our, um, our industry hasn't cared about the, the, the primary uh, the primary creator of value, the, the, the person that makes this whole thing go around. And there hasn't been a lot in the way of education for the nurse uh, or the, uh, any traveler, uh, and, you know, sort of like eyes open, eye opening stuff about what to watch out for, you know, understanding your true value. I think you've done, I know you're just early in your journey, but I think you've done a lot of, a ton of great stuff. And so, uh, I don't want to embarrass you here, but I think you've done a great job. And by the way, I think you chose a good name for your company. I think we share that.
0: No, <laughs> Nomad I know, I know it's true. Uh, thank you, thank you so much for that. Thank you. I I love Nomadicare, and I also love being part of the tech the tech centered world too. I everything you say standardization, all that stuff it matters to. Um, make a big difference but I love that we both really care about the travelers too like that's where our focus is that's great we do need more of that well thank you that That I was not I was not scraping for that for that question but it is I know (laughs) thank you
1: listeners you can be assured that she had no idea I was going to say that (laughs) um but it's true and so shout out to uh shout out to nomadic care thank you well thank you um Mm -hmm. yeah
0: Awesome, well, do you no, have- go ahead, sorry. Have, no, I was just gonna say, well, that was my uh, last question, but do you have any, anything else you wanna say to the audience of travelers? But I know other agencies listen to this and other exhibitors and mm-hmm. uh, you, um, anything else you no. want to say, feel free and then we'll, we'll wrap up this episode.
1: Yeah, actually, to be honest with you, what I'd like to say is just thank you to everybody. I know that we're all working so hard, we're all competing to do well in this or in this whole industry. First, thank you to all of, the, um, all of the clinicians who are working every year so hard, but especially in this year, this past year where um, the services of traveling clinicians have been so needed. I mean, you've played literally the most critical role in, um, in the entire response to this horrible pandemic. So first of all, thank you. Thank you for putting your lives on the line. Thanks for burning yourselves out. Hopefully you'll take some time to, 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 gain, um, and to rest. And so thank you, thank you, thank you. And also I'd like to say to all of the other uh, companies in this space, um, I think we're all working towards the same goal. We're trying to do good things for these, uh, these clinicians, get them to the bedside where patients need them. So uh, we're, all, uh, we're all, we should be uh, linking arms instead of uh, you know, putting up our fists. I'm very excited about working with everybody. And um, so thank you to you too for all you guys do um, across the industry. So a note of gratitude really.
0: Yeah. I like it. Thank you. Um, thank you for saying that. And I, yeah, I'll I'll echo that. Thank you to everyone. This industry rocks. So um, it's an honor, isn't it? To be in an industry uh, during a crisis too. It's to, an to incredible yeah. to be in this
1: industry. We've right all risen now. to the challenge. Yeah. It's been really tremendous to watch.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining this podcast and all of your insight. That was a really fun interview for me to give. And I know our listeners are going to love listening to uh, all of the the nuggets you gave us. Um, so thank you. I know we'll see you at TravCon this year and everyone check out, it's nomad.com, right?
1: Nomadhealth.com.
0: Nomadhealth.com. Make sure you guys check it out and all this new tech that's being built. That's so exciting. And um, and we will see all of you guys next time on, uh, on the podcast and on TravCon TV. Bye everybody.
1: Thanks, Laura. Bye-bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for listening to Travel Nursing and Allied Life. You can find the full show notes below or at TravCon.org. Please help us out by rating our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a comment below or email us at podcast at TravCon.org.